Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Everybody, it's your girl Claudia Jordan. It is Wednesday, and we are back with TGIF, your favorite show. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, get yourself a drink, get ready for this hot tea. Fellas, hello, hello, Al. Hey, what's going on, Claudia? Hello, 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 and hello, Funky Dineba. What's going on, Miss Claudia? What's going on, Al? You looking pretty in pink. <laughs> oh boy, it's gonna be one of those. It's gonna be one of those nights. I see. Are, are we color coordinated tonight, or, or are we? We're giving patriotic red, white, and blue. Oh, okay, okay. Well, okay. saying as though Donald Trump has got found guilty, that that all right. Make America great again, honey. Liable, then, liable, liable. Not guilty, liable. And then the audacity, CNN, who was to- totally turned into, you know, uh, Fox News light is giving him a whole town hall tonight. And people are, now, are not happy about it. So mm, we'll see. Well, you about know, the that. numbers are down. Yeah. They, there's all kind of crazy reports saying they're going to bring Wendy Williams show back to CNN. I'm like, y'all do right. that. Like, that. Like, knock it off, CNN. All right. Uh, before we start the show, we'd like to send our prayers to Jamie Foxx and his family. From what we know, Jamie is still hospitalized and his condition is currently unknown. Uh, really, really sad stuff. I, of course, talked to some people in, in the camp. They're being very tight-lipped, but four weeks in the hospital is very scary. Mm. Very scary. So we are, our prayers are with him, and um, we keep getting different reports. So uh, we're just going to hope that the positive ones are true and the negative ones are false. Indeed. All right. Are y'all home? Where y'all at? I'm home. L.A. I'm drinking tonight, though. Not me, girl. <laughs> I'm not drinking because I have to get up and I'm doing the breakfast club tomorrow and Friday. So I got to tune in. So I have to like, thank you. I have to get up really early and Oh, sorry. They trying to call me. They see I'm in New York. <laughs> not right now. Um, so That's your gentleman like, call us. You go back to your, your, old, your old street walking days. You don't <laughs> lift up your little black book. Who was cutting the grass. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I'm having the time of my life right now. That's all y'all need to know right <laughs> now. I'm having a good old time. Uh, hey, let's get to the show. Boosie uh, showed solidarity with rapper designer after he was arrested for indecent exposure for masturbating on an airplane. Boosie said, my bleep got hard on the plane. It was a long plane ride. Go bleep off in the bathroom. I done did it before. What do you think about this? Uh, Q, let's go to you first. We peeing and jacking off on planes now? That's what we doing? <laughs> I never thought that they would come with me and Boosie would have something in common, but <laughs> I have uh, done that on an airplane before. What? I, I have, um, just for the thrill of it. By just yourself? To, yeah, by myself, by myself. Um, and literally just to say, I just to say I did it. Just, just, that was the only reason, just to say I did it. But I didn't know, walk me through this guys. I didn't know that that's what designer was doing in the bathroom. Uh, the bathroom locks. So how did he end up exposing himself to someone? No, I, think, I think what designer, he didn't, he didn't go to the bathroom. I think that yeah. was the problem. Yeah. It wasn't. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Al, have you ever masturbated on the plane? I've never masturbated on a commercial plane. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, this girl thinks she better than me because she got because she got two coins because I had to do it on Spirit and she had to do it on a Virgin Prime. Can you flight. imagine what's going on in that Spirit plane? No, <laughs> but you know what I wanted to know, Q Q. Maybe you can help me with this. What was he masturbating to? Lil Nas X's Met Gala outfit. I want to know what he was masturbating to. Like a lot of celebrities, right? I get when the average person does that, has anonymity, no one knows who you are. But when mm-hmm. everyone's looking at you and knows who you are and you're just like doing stuff out in the, I don't get it. Like you want to get caught? You want to trend? What you want? What, you, what are we doing here? 
I'm gonna tell y'all something of what, what he did, which is so genius to me. Because <laughs> you know, the white people playbook when you get in trouble is to go to rehab, right? Like no matter what it is, if right. you got caught shoplifting, I'm going to rehab. Right. If you cheated on your wife, I'm going to rehab. Like he pulled that. I'm checking myself into the psychiatric hospital real quick to like, and surprisingly, did it work or we yeah, just don't care about designer? We don't care about designer. We just name don't care. Don't name three designer songs. Name three designer songs. I can't. Name I two. Think, yeah. I think he's saying Panda, right? That's that's all I know. Yeah. I think we don't know enough about him, but you know, to keep that car in the road, I thought it was a brilliant call. And I think when we think about or hear about what he did, we say, oh, that's psycho. And now he's in a psycho, I mean, a mental health air space. So, hey, he's handling it right. I think it was great branding, great PR strategy. Thumbs up to his team. So the moral of the story is you can mess up as much as you want, as long as you say, I have a mental illness and I have to go, go to rehab. I'll go to rehab. Yep. Good to know. It's about to be a fun summer. <laughs> All right. Kim Zolciak and her soon-to-be ex-husband, Craig Bearman, have uh, been going through it. All right. Uh, news recently broke that the pair allegedly owed the IRS over $1 million, and now it looks like their marriage is also coming to an end after 11 years. According to reports, Kim declared the marriage irre 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 irrevocably broken. Ooh, I messed that up. Irretrievably, girl. Oh, yeah, that too. But I I, I wasn't speaking <laughs> it to the other word, but thank you for putting me on blast. Yeah, it was <laughs> broken. With no hope of reconciliation. And she is seeking primary custody of the kids. Are you surprised by the news, Al? Let's go to you first. Well, you know, I'm, I, I am a little surprised by this because they cranked out, what, four kids together? Um, they have uh -huh. like four little kids together, all under the age of 11. I honestly, I don't like anybody going through a divorce and I find it very sad. You know, I always hope that they can figure out a better way to kind of work it out, especially for the sake of the kids. But in this case, I don't know. I, I, I Maybe I'm not mature enough. When it comes to compassion as it relates to Kim, I felt like that she you shoved this relationship down our throat. She shoved her life down our throat. Uh, she made it very something that obviously it wasn't. And now I don't feel sorry for her. I feel like Kim should humble herself. And I, I and, and, and if she did, then we wouldn't be coming so hard. If you stroll down Instagram, every other post is about her demise of her marriage. There's a problem with that. That means you make us happy to see this dissolve okay kim you know one of my biggest fears and challenges when getting into into this business i never wanted to get hollywood right and when y'all came down to miami i brought y'all down to the bar with a honda cars being anybody who follows me on instagram can see that i live a very regular life and i live i like to be around regular everyday type of people I don't understand how these reality stars and, and particularly in Atlanta, these people get so caught up in the hype of living the life that you would allow your bank account to run down to zero. You see what I'm saying? If I was in that house and I know I got $30,000 a month going out and bills and lifestyle and we ain't got nothing coming in, it's time to downsize. Like I would not sit up in a mansion and just steady be letting my account dwindle to zero. And now I owe the taxes, the IRS $1.1 million. This is stupid and it's fiscally irresponsible and they deserve every ounce of what they're getting. Um, and then to not divorce this man because he ain't got no money. Child, you knew football salaries, what he was making. And, and he, he was wasn't a major star either. He was not a major star right, in football. Right. You know, I did a couple reality shows where lifestyle was highlighted and everyone's expected to be so rich. And I'm going to tell y'all, the people y'all think got so much money be renting their clothes, right, Al? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a lot of those designer things. <laughs> Ooh, we being messy today. I want to blurt out, I wanna blurt out who y'all talking about so bad, honey. And, and those be the main ones looking down their their noses um at, at others and and being so condescending and and thinking that they that that you know that makes their, them so much more valuable and i think you know it's unrealistic you know i remember doing the show when i was on housewives like when they came and do a seat in my house i wasn't gonna have four pa pairs of lashes on and be all the way glam because that's not realistic i thought we were doing reality i didn't know we was doing fake reality and that's what a lot of people are doing everyone's not rich y'all on reality tv 
sometimes those people start up on those shows getting $40,000 for the whole season, for the whole season and have to pay for their own hair and makeup. They try to give me $40,000 when I first started. And I had my lawyer get me over six figures. And that was rare. Most of them started at $40,000 their first season. Y'all, no one's rich off $40,000. You know, now the second season, they doubled and they tripled. Like they do go up quickly, but don't believe the hype, y'all. And a lot of them are bad at managing money because a, a lot of reality stars that haven't done t- television or film before this, this is their new, their new rich, nouveau rich. So they're doing crazy stuff. They're like thinking they got to show up in the furs and all this nonsense. And that's not realistic, you know? And it's like, you're doing it for people that are watching you that don't even have it themselves, you know? And it's sad because, and, and uh, Q to your point, they do. They're all living behind the, above that means. Cause, and there is a lot of, and I will admit, it's not just all their fault. A lot of the pressure is from the, the, the viewers. Mm-hmm. They're like bored with you if you don't have an extravagant lifestyle. So it's, it's tough. You got to go in there and just, you got to figure out if you want, you, you know, you want to keep it a buck, but everyone has to be in designer every single day. It's not even realistic for wealthy people to be in designer every single day. Mm-hmm. Quick question though. Do you guys, do you guys kind of feel like maybe she's got someone else that she may be moving on with? You know, because of the posts, you know, there's these posts out saying, would you do you want to be her next big papa? I think that I think that's intentional. I I hate to refer to women as damaged goods, but are men coming in, swooping in and like sugar daddying people with four kids under the age of seven? I don't think so. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't it'd be different if like she was didn't have all those young kids, but. I wouldn't sign up to be with no woman where got seven, four kids under the age of seven. And she's looking a lot different than she first started. And I I don't think the looks are an improvement. I really don't. I think she did too much. I think she went too far with some of that surgery and it's going to be harder. Yeah, It's going to be, it's going to be harder. Call me Don Lemon if you want, but you know, she just looks, I don't know. I feel bad because I think Croy went in like kind of really into it. And maybe once he was, out the league and maybe it lost its luster. I don't know. Well, I wish them the best because it is sad. They do have a family and at some, for a while they did seem really cute together. Yeah. All right. Now, while Kim Zosiak is fighting for custody of her kids, Jay-Z is avoiding tanking, tanking on his alleged, it's alleged 30 year old son. Ramir Satterwaith is uh, claiming that Jay-Z is his biological father and has actually filed a new Supreme court motion to reopen the case. The man also claims Jay-Z has abused the system for 10 years to avoid taking a paternity test. What do y'all think about this? I know celebrities, especially this big, are targets of this often. Um, Al, do you think this is true? And do you think they look alike? Look, this is just such a hot story. I am really into this story. A, first of all, I I do think they look alike. B, though, you know, Jay-Z's attorneys have been very vocal in saying and denying that this is not his child. But what what could Jay-Z possibly be hiding? Hiding? What is he embarrassed of? If I knew that that wasn't my child 100% definitively, I think I would take the paternity test and keep it moving. Now, him being a billionaire, you can use your influence to win in most court cases because you spend a lot of money you can spend the guy down but what you can't win as a billionaire is public opinion and I just feel like there's a question mark now around him and his family in the eyes of public opinion if this is not your son take a maternity test let's turn the page or is there possibly something that Jay-Z could be hiding from or embarrassed of well, the son, the uh, let me, uh, the alleged son, the, the, the guy in, in question here, he said that the reason why, and this is allegedly, 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 allegedly a million times, okay, that the mother said that she was, she got pregnant when she was underage, she was under 18, she was 16, and con- co- confirming the paternity would also confirm that he was messing with her at, a, at that young of an age. And, you know, some states, the age of consent is 16. I'm not sure what it was in New York. I but, think um, she's in Jersey, right? So we yeah. need to find out what we'll the that up. in Jersey is. Yeah, we'll figure that out on break. That Can makes the story even juicier, Claudia. Uh, what you think, Q? I think it's cut and dry, to your point. Uh, if it ain't yours, instead of spending all this time in the court system and, and then press, put it to bed, take the paternity test and be done. But the fact that he's not taking the paternity test or not just so willing to just do it and get it over with suggests that there's something going on in the background. Now, and also, you- go ahead. If you take a paternity test and you find out that that's your child, he's 30 now, is he owed back pay? No, I, I don't I don't think so, especially, no, not if the mom never filed paperwork for child support way back when, no. 
But she couldn't file for child support because he wouldn't take the paternity test to confirm okay, yeah, he, that he was in fact the father. He don't so want nothing. That he, huh? He don't want nothing. He won't owe her nothing? I don't know. You, don't, you can't. I don't know, now, I don't know if there's no precedence for that. You can't just step in somebody's life at 30 and be like, you were not around, and then now you owe me money. No, but remember, I, he's been in the legal system for a long time. He's been in the legal system for a long time saying that. He, I mean, according to the story, he's been trying to get this wrong right for a long time. They don't award you child support if you never file for it. Also, do you guys under, um, think that, and this is also just like, just to throw this out there, as far as Jay-Z, like, it, it could be he's afraid, right? Or it could also be he's a huge star and a target. He's succumbed to this paternity test. Like, how many other people want to come out and waste time and get attention off of his name? Because, you know, he's a there's, a there's probably a million girls that can say, oh, I have a picture with Jay-Z. I messed around with them or whatever. You know, that might be kind of frustrating. I don't know. Well, here's the beautiful thing. If he did it one time, his, his DNA stuff would be in the system. So all he'd have to do is just Run pull up his profile folder. Right. All right, y'all. Coming up next, Nick Cannon's method for splitting time between his baby mothers. And later, Coyle Ray gives us her take on the music industry. Stay tuned. Welcome back to TGIF. If you are enjoying the show, go ahead and put a like down for us on the YouTube channel and uh, show your favorite trio some love. All right, y'all. Nick Cannon recently revealed his method for choosing which baby mother he's spending time with. Nick claims that his decision is based on who contacts him that day. <laughs> Do you think Nick Cannon's method is effective? Q, what do you think about this? Whoever calls him that day gets the, the day. Gets him a lamp. I mean, I guess that's kind of the way it has to go. When you got a whole harem of women, that's kind of like your friend group. It's just like when somebody called you up and be like, you want to go eat today? Sure, come on. You know, I love the part where he said um, when he's en route or whatever, he tends to just sleep over the house of the one, the last kid that he dropped off. So based on his commentary, are we to believe that he is also in a situationship with all of these women and not just their baby daddy? It seems like that, except all of them, except for Lanisha, who has definitely moved on, the, the baby, mm -hmm. the, the mother of Koi. I mean, mm -hmm. of, of Onyx, I'm sorry, mm -hmm. the last one. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's asking for a whole bunch of unbalanced pH levels. Mm -hmm. You can't just, listen, y'all, you can't just keep dipping your thing, raw dog, and all these women. Like, even if it's not, a, it's not an STD, but just like, it shows up like it. Like you don't yeah. off everyone's pH levels with that. And what you think about this? Listen, Nick Cannon is likable. Nick Cannon is yes. funny. He's universally adored. But can you please stop talking? You are looking crazy out here in these streets talking like this, saying these things. We see already there's a crack in your fatherhood with all these women. Please stop talking. Please stop talking. Let us continue to adore you. Let us continue to have you create great content for us. But as it relates to this whole family thing, this having all these kids and, and this parenting thing, please stop talking. It's just not a good look. I don't care how adorable you are. Nick Cannon, you got to do better when it comes to this. Are they in the comments saying, Melissa James says, oh, I bet he don't do that at Mariah's house. And then Diane <laughs> Jones says, not Mariah. You know, ah, not me, girl. <laughs> oh, Angela Tope says, I'm so sick of Nick Cannon and his flock of women. Right. <sighs> I like Nick Cannon, too. He's actually, he's great in the business. All right, y'all, speaking of Nick Cannon. Obviously, let's... he's great in bed, too. <laughs> I, now, the D report on Nick Cannon is very, I heard around town when I was living in L.A. that the D report is very favorable to Nick Cannon. Very, uh -oh, very much. Favorable. And he know how to make a baby. They said he's blessed and highly favored in that department. That's, that's, <laughs> what, late, that's what the girls were saying on the wild and out set. I'm just saying. All right. Speaking of Nick Cannon, take a look at what he tweeted. I'd rather be a side dude who knows everything than the main dude who's in the dark. Have you ever been a side dude? And do you agree with Nick Cannon's tweet? Al, side dude or not? Nah? I mean, I, side dude's fine with me. Uh, main dude is fine with me. But once again, Nick Cannon, stop talking. Stop talking. You're looking really miscellaneous with these comments. And I don't like it. It's just eroding everything that I respected about you as an entertainer and also as a young, black, successful, wealthy man. 
Oh, Lexi Benjamin in the chat said Brat and Judy should have asked Nick for the sperm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's not a bad idea. Not, and he probably would have gave it to him. Right. <laughs> Q, what do you think about this? Oh, I 100% agree with his tweet. Um, now we can, we can debate the morality of being a side dude at a later date, but I always rather be in the know than not in the know. So yeah, I'd rather be a side dude with all the information and know exactly my position and what's going on than to be in the dark. Okay. The baby recently admitted that he would handle things differently if he could go back to and address the homophobic comments he made in 2021. Do you think he's being genuine? Let's go back to you, Q, on this. What do you think? Is he being genuine? You know what? I saw that clip uh, uh, on the show he did. And yes, I do think he's been genuine. I think, um, you know, real way of humbling your ass real proper like and i think that um you know between the the, the, the stuff he was doing with the, the women the misogyny and the lgbt stuff it 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 humbled him um i'm willing to extend a little grace and just say you know based on his environment based on his age and based on how he was indoctrinated socially um that maybe he just didn't know better but I'll always make space for somebody to do better when they know better. And it does feel as if he's trying to do better. So. Okay. Al, I'm going to have to disagree. I didn't hear anything in that. I didn't hear an apology. I didn't hear. I'm sorry. I didn't hear anything from him in that interview that said anything close to accountability. And let's just be very clear. Don't hang his demise on the homophobic rant. Don't hang it on the LGBTQ plus community. I think it has more to do with because his fan base are not gay men. His fan base are black females. I think black females didn't like how he treated his baby's mama, especially putting her on blast on live. I don't think his 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 fan base liked the way he treated uh, Megan the Stallion. I don't think his fan fan base liked the way he treated his baby mama's brother. I just think there are a number of things outside just that homophobic rant that is is a negative for him. Now, was it a part of it? Absolutely, because I'm sure the big brand behind him, Interscope could not get a lot of things accomplished because of his homo his homophobic rant but i don't think that was the main issue here i need for the baby to be more accountable and accountability means you have to take responsibility for who you hurt with what you said now that interview what i did like was there's a part of him that's still likable and like i said before for him to come back i really think we have to see another part of his personality and that's the part about the interview that i did like i saw a part of his personality that makes me feel like there's still hope. But before that, no, because he did not take responsibility or accountability. I, I agree with you because it seemed like he took the easier route. Like, let me just uh, apologize to the group that I offended one time. Right? right. But on top of all the other things that you said that he did, he also hit women in clubs. He's put his hands on other women. Oh, there's right. a lot of chatter about that. So he didn't say anything about that. So he, he took the, 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 the route. Well, I apologize to like, he wanted to just like make good with the, the LBGTQ community. But like you said, the huge part of his fan base ain't rocking him. That's why he's not selling anything. The music is right. not doing anything, you know, and, and the way he jumped into Tory Lanez and, and Megan the Stallion's case and like really was super childish and petty with the Megan stuff and terrorized her. I thought that was, I thought they were friends and that was really whacking him like that. He just seems like a traitor. I want to point out one thing because Al said, you know, I don't want to hang the demise of his career on the LGBT community. And you're absolutely right. I want to make one point to the people out there. You know, oftentimes y'all get so up and on and y'all, y'all pulled this whole, but if I was gay or if it was the LGBT community, I bet X, Y, Z. And I want y'all to know the LGBT community doesn't have power because we're the LGBTQ community. The LGBT community has power because white men are a part of that community. So I just want y'all to know that like y'all get so caught up on LGBT and it really, I'm thankful that white men are part of our community, but it's not us wielding the power. It's the white men in our community wielding their privilege and their ways that get the LGBT community what they get. All right. All right. Uh, a transgender woman who was accused of flashing her penis at a YMCA was found not guilty. The judge ruled that Rachel Glines is too fat for her genitals to be able to show. Never heard that defense before. It worked. What are, you, what are your thoughts on this story, Al? You know, first of all, let's be very clear. The woman who sued her 
is a, an associate of 22 years. They've known each other for 22 years. So let's be very clear that this was an intentional attack on that transgender woman. And it's disgusting. And I'm going to tell you what, you better be glad that the lawyers act like they didn't know what they would do because I would sue that woman for the false accusations because clearly you can't flash nothing that you can't see and can't even get your hands to. And that's how big this young woman was. On top of that, I would sue that woman who 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 created all of this for malicious prosecution it wouldn't be no question you're not going to make up a story about me ruin my life embarrass me in public embarrass me nationally and not expect me to get paid i'm run me my money for all of the defamation of character there all right q what do you think help me understand this was the was the trans woman just using the bathroom or was she changing um, from the story, she was changing. Okay. So that, that's what I thought. And, and here is where I want to go with my commentary. Um, I'm glad that she was found innocent and that, you know, she did not do this. Um, however, as we begin to navigate this new thing about, you know, trans people occupying the same bathrooms as, as cisgendered women, um, we got to ease into this thing. Um, and I definitely think to prevent situations like this from happening in the future, um, that precautions and measures need to be taken when changing in, in the same restroom with cisgender women, because I am pretty sure that a lot of cisgender women are going to have issue with a trans woman getting naked or changing in front of them in a bathroom. We're not there yet. Right. Now, be, be clear, Q, this YMCA um, has had this issue for a long time and and they have issued a statement to all of its members that they will be allowing the transgender women to you know choose their restrooms according to how they identify. So it's not anything new. I mean, so I, I, I understand that. But what I'm saying is for safety and to keep down mess and confusion. Changing the stall or take precautions to cover yourself in such a way that people can't even make these types of allegations. I don't know about that one, Q. So you think a trans woman with a penis should just change and get butt ass naked in the bathroom with cisgender women? I think it should be a separate bathroom. Honestly, if you want to have the discussion on how I right. feel, right. however, but it's, but it's not, but it's not. Right. So let's, let's right. talk within the confines of this story, but when in the same bathroom, you think if you're going to give them access to the bathroom, I think it's going to be very hard to then say because you're in the bathroom, you're going to have to now go. On and I'm not. No. And I'm not saying make it law. I'm saying take it upon yourself as the trans woman to govern yourself in a way that would just keep down confusion. We're not there yet as a society in, in a perfect utopian society. Everybody would do what they want to do. And please, I'm not being transphobic. I'm not trying to be ignorant. And I'm not, I, I'm just talking, I'm just talking within the confines of the world that we live in. I just don't think the average cisgender woman would be comfortable with a trans woman with breast and a penis getting fully naked in front of them in a bathroom. No, hey, y'all have a y'all have a y'all have a natural born woman right here. So let me speak on it <laughs> while y'all are talking about this. I'm. It sucks that a lot of women in my position feel that they really can't say how outraged they are at stuff like this because of the fear of being offending someone else. But mm. when why is no one worried about cisgender women being offended? If I go into a woman's bathroom, I don't want to see a penis even if it's from someone that identifies as a woman. I don't think that's being transphobic either. I don't. And the st reading the story of me saying her penis is like, there's women in that bathroom that are virgins. There are women in that bathroom that are religious. There were women in that bathroom that wouldn't feel comfortable being around. And underage. And underage. And, underage. and it's like, why is it that the women, we always are the ones that have to adapt to everybody else's feelings. And I think, in the process of overcorrecting a problem that we did have and making space for transgender women like we should, mm. we're doing a disservice to natural born women, or as, as some like to say, cisgender women, in a process where it's like, y'all just, just, in the interest of making them feel comfortable as we should, no one's considering the feelings of us. And I'm sitting right here thinking about how this would be feel in my life.
And I have to speak up for women on this one. I have to. There's got to be another option where everyone's comfortable. And if it means a third bathroom, then so be it. If it means a third league in sports, then so be it. Let's do what we have to do while we make trans women feel comfortable with women. Because why are we the ones that always got to get second place in the swim meets and, and deal with seeing a penis in our dressing room when we may be underage or not, not trying to see all that? Why do we always have to like adapt? What about our feelings? And so I feel like protect black women. Right, y'all. And we have to find a way. We are smart as a side. There's so many, there's other options we can do so everyone feels comfortable. But constantly telling women to just deal with it is not right. It's just not right. I can agree with that. But at the same time, this particular woman can't make up a lie just to prove her point. Now, I think that no, no, I, I get that. The, the whole exactly. point that I was making is this uh, would have never recurred in my mind had she not been naked in the first place in a women's restroom. Mm. You see what I'm saying? I was like, if you would have did it in the stall. And again, I'm not saying they shouldn't have the rights. We're just not, all I'm saying is we're just not there yet. My trans women as a society where it's like, OK, I'm, I'm all woman hear me roar. We're just not there yet. Mm. But a trans woman is a trans woman. And we should make a space, a safe oh, space definitely. for the trans woman. We really should. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, don't impede, don't, don't make it an unsafe space for natural ball women. There's a way to make both sides happy, I think. All right, y'all, good conversation. Coming up next, Coy LeRae shares her thoughts about the music industry. And later in the show, find out why a woman ran her car through a family dollar store. Stay tuned. Welcome back to TGIF. They are going in on the comments about our last topic. And rightfully so. I think it's something that we have a long way to go. We're not there yet and we have to find a solution. So, all right. But shout out to the ladies in there that feel the same way as myself. I, I, I see y'all. All right, y'all. Um, listen, charging higher interest rates is uh, how banks make more money. And they take a lot more of your hard-earned money if your credit score is just okay, but not great. ScoreMaster, the new science in accelerating credit scores, puts you in control of your money. Say if your credit is six hundred and fifty dollars and you're borrowing $500,000 to refinance your home, starting at ScoreMaster could save you over seventy-five dollars in interest over the life of your loan or more. Now, that seventy-five dollars is your money, not the bank's. That's the genius behind ScoreMaster's three-week rule, especially now with high interest rates, soaring interest rates. It only takes a minute to get started. And you can add 30 to 100 points in about three weeks, depending on your credit file. So before you apply for any loan, auto lease, or credit, start a ScoreMaster. Visit scoremaster.com slash T to try ScoreMaster for free. That's right, free. Visit scoremaster.com slash T, scoremaster.com slash T. Promotional consideration is uh, furnished by ScoreMaster. Well, uh, child, let me tell you about the ScoreMaster, honey. Yeah, I you got it, right? I, I did. I signed up last week. And I loved it because, you know, my score is healthy. I'm over 700. But like Claudia said in the past, it literally tells you things like it told me something that I was able to do right then and there to gain 19 points. It was to pay down two credit cards to a certain spot. And then I love the schedule that it gives you about if you pay your credit card by this date, it'll make your score much better. So, like, guys, it is a great product, especially, if you know, if you're trying to buy a home or whatever the case may be, like my score qualifies me now to get a home, but I want the absolute best interest rate. So that's why I signed up for the score master and I'm, I'm on it. Oh, and it gives you actions that you can take to get, like if you got late payments or different things, you can do it right there in the system and they send the letters to the people and, and they do the actions for you to get whatever derogatory on your credit off. So it's a great service guys. It's awesome. They also send you emails, but they're not annoying where they spam you with a whole bunch of emails, but they'll give you alerts like, hey, you need to check this. And, and, and it's awesome. They definitely give you reminders. So I'm glad you're on it. And I can't wait to see, come to your house. Mm -hmm. the <laughs> All right, y'all, let's get back to some topics. Coy LeRae took to Twitter to share her thoughts about the music industry. She wrote, the music industry is oversaturated. Every song is a hit. Everybody is a star. Do you agree with Coyle Ray? And do you think the industry is creating legit stars or just are they just like 
flashes in the pan. Al, what do you think? Right message, wrong messenger. And, and uh, Coy Luray, don't do this. I mean, you are talented. You are beautiful. Uh, uh, you're not like Nikki, though. You still have a ways to go when it comes to rap. You're not like a Mariah or Whitney when it comes to vocals. You're getting there. You're young in the game. I understand things may not be happening as quickly as you want them, but you're very good. But the, the comment was a stretch. And what happens when you say stuff like this is you open yourself up for unnecessary criticism. And in this case, you don't have the numbers and you don't have the charting to really solidify you being the one to make this comment. Now, this is coming from a fan. This is coming from someone who really likes you. And, you know, we know your, your, your father, Benzino, is very proud of you. But don't do this. Don't create an environment where that we can tear you apart for all of your greatness because you got a long, a long life in this business and we want to see it all come to fruition for you. Do you think only stars can speak on that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. What do you think? Yeah. I think she got big nerve. I think she has really big nerve because you complaining about the very wave that you wrote in on. That's correct. Mm -hmm. Like you, you are a part of that, that very group of artists, those microwave artists that you're complaining about. You wrote in on that wave and I saw her rebuttal to some of the people on Twitter and she was saying, basically, I'm not like them. I can sing, I can rap, I can dance. My fashion is different. Boo, cry me a river, so what? You still rode in on that same overnight success train that all the other girls did. And you know what? She is right. Cause all of y'all sound, I mean, all y'all sound the same. All y'all give the same energy. Yeah, you might wear sports bras and cargo shorts and the other girls are giving sex, but it's still all rest exactly. in the same house. I do think she has a point, but um, I, I wouldn't really call her a star. Remember, remember, she was getting clowned for the longest when she came out. Remember, they like nobody yeah. was really taking her seriously. Then she got this last song that really, I forgot the name of the song, but you know that the, the hit that she does have now. And I kind of feel like she's smelling us up a little bit I see mm -hmm. you're getting a little beefs on Twitter. And, um, but yeah, there, there are, she, I do think she has a point about what people think are stars now. Is the difference between being hot for the summer and a star? Right. If you can have, we can see this sustained over a couple of years, then maybe we can revisit the conversation. It's funny because she's not even old enough, nor has she been in the business long enough to honestly make any assessment of the right. business. Like I can see Mariah saying this. I can see Queen Latifah saying this. I can see Salt and Pepper saying this. I can even see Nikki Little Kim saying this. But you don't have a license to say this, Mama. All right. Well, keep it locked because coming up next, a woman ran her car into a Family Dollar store, and later Ari Fletcher shares a few words about homosexuality. You don't want to miss it. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. Uh, before we get to this next story, Alan Q, there's over 4,000 people watching right now live, and we're only at 962 likes. Do you have anything to say to the soulmates about this that are just watching, not pressing any buttons? Y'all wide bag holes better press that like button But <laughs> <before> we stop. <laughs> I'm just playing. Soulmates, y'all show us some love. We love y'all. Listen, y'all, those are our stats. That's how we get... Um, uh, funding dollars and more days and that's what the network look at so y'all got to do that if y'all want to see us grow and prosper it costs you nothing just hit it a couple times well, we, do, I'm going to give you five seconds to hit it right now do we know who hits it if somebody hits it, yeah, it, why, it, do, it why don't we do uh -huh. a contest of some sorts to be interesting well, we, we'll have production work it out all right. Well, Justin got to do his job. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, Justin, I'll cut you out. We get up there. Wait a minute. No, okay. I, I take that okay. back, Justin. <laughs> okay, we're at a thousand. So we gained, thir we gained 38 likes right now. That's it. All right. That's that's the wide back holes. Now I'm calling all the holes who thigh scrub. If your thigh scrub, hit the like button. Hit the like button. And after that, I'm calling all my girls with the fupa that tuck it in their jeans. They call it, yes, fupa, fat up. 
girls with the full push. And then okay. after that, we talk, I'm talking to my muffin top girls. My muffin top girls hit the button. And last but not least, all my flat booty bitches who back, back and booty run together, look like a piece of plywood. We need you to hit the like button, baby. Now, between all them body types I called out, we should have over a million likes on this thing. <laughs> oh, we're at 1.7. <laughs> there it is, baby. Okay, all my bald-headed girls. Keep going. All my bald-headed girls who mama put a perm in their head when they was in the second grade and they had eight out in the body. We need y'all. All my girls who can't put their hair in a ponytail with a rubber band. We need you to hit the like button. Then I'm coming next to my people with the missing side teeth, baby. Missing side teeth, people. Hit the Ooh, like button right now. Right there. Hit the like button right now. We're at 1.8. Okay, and now you got we came for the ladies. Now, when I do this again, I need you to come for some of the fellas out there, okay? Nick, we got you next week. All right. <laughs> Maybe on this show. Oh, we're at 2,000 right now. Okay. Yeah, it is. We, we hit gold. We, there we go. There we go. I, we hit gold. Thank you, soulmates. <laughs> We're going to do this every week, I think. Right. <laughs> All right, y'all. An enraged woman, uh, enraged woman in Nashville drove a car into a family dollar store while chasing her boyfriend around after an argument. Tasha Marie Bradley's boyfriend entered the store after the argument, and that's when she decided to drive her car into the entrance and around the store to find him. What's the craziest thing you've done while mad at your partner? Mm, Al, let's go to you first. <laughs> Ooh, you know, I'm a Gemini. I can be nice and I can be mean. I probably kicked in a couple of doors, did a little bit of fighting once or twice. But you know what's so interesting on this story? I just want to make sure I understand this, okay? A woman can run down six people at a Black Lives Matter protest and get six hours of community service. However, this woman find out allegedly or possibly that her man ain't acting right <laughs> and she's going to give and she drives a car through a uh, family dollar don't hurt nobody nobody's killed nobody's harmed but gets charged with attempted murder aggregated assault and vandalism i don't know claudia stuff that just don't seem right about this because she black <laughs> q what's the craziest thing you've done while mad or for love um in the love department, nothing, because I just don't get into that. Uh, in college, I did have a friend that I had loaned some money who just tried me, and he was in front of the whole student body giving a speech during homecoming, and I ran up on the stage to fight him in front of the whole student body. So that was that happened. Um, Weren't you in student government? I was. I didn't care. I wanted my money. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted my There's money. the president of the school fighting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> so here's the thing with this, right? I don't have an issue with her trying to run her boyfriend over because some of these men need to be run, run over. But what I do have a problem with is you potentially hurting innocent people, okay? You're not supposed to run through the family dollar. If you're going to run through any building, it need to be through his mammy house for raising his sorry ass. You are only, oh, excuse me, you are only allowed to run through his house or preferably his mammy house, but keep the public out your domestic dispute because somebody could have got hurt in that, in that family dollar. Mm -hmm. And you know it be people with little kids in there all the time. So yeah, like so deal with the person you need to deal with, not uh, innocent bystanders. Uh, I had a guy's car with a vacuum cleaner. Vacuum like cleaner. A, like a like a, a a big one or like a mini. <laughs> a big one that someone had outside in the trash, and I saw his car, <laughs> and I picked it up, and I. Anyways, I didn't break no windows though. I'm ashamed. I've grown. I've evolved. I've unlocked my better self since then, Q. Good, good, good. All right. Someone who's not unlocking their better self. Donald Trump has been officially found liable for sexually abusing and defaming journalist E. Jean Carroll. Carroll will be awarded $5 million in damages. Are you surprised that Trump is being held accountable, Al? He's not being held accountable. I don't know what, who wrote that. He's not being held accountable. Remember, she wanted him charged for rape. Okay. He got off and only got charged with what? Liable, liable, li liable. He's liable for sexual abuse. That keeps him off the predator, the sexual predator list. This is no big deal to him. And if he doesn't pay it, it doesn't really mean anything because he doesn't have to. 
I mean, this is the only sitting president that we had that has done tax evasion, has done the insurrection, has done uh, involved in a 2020 election interference. I mean, this man is remember, he was charged with 34 counts of discriminating against black people living in his buildings in Queens and Staten Island and the like. Is there anything possible that's going to take this man down? I need for him to be more than just held a liable for something. I need him convicted and charged, period. Anything Unfortunately, else, the, the statute is a slap on the hand, right? Unfortunately, the statute of limitations for a, a, a criminal charge for this had run out. So the best she could do was a civil case against him. Unfortunately, that's what they said. Um, so that's the best outcome I guess we could have got for this. But yeah, I agree. I mean, the rape thing would have been great to have him as a sex offender uh, legally. But that Georgia case is the one that's going to get that ass because the Georgia case is on. That's all. That's a that's the that's the that's the uh, election interference. Election interference. Mm -hmm. what, what, what exactly would he be charged with that makes him not uh, a candidate to run for president? I don't know, because I thought I, I thought some of these things would be enough, but they're not. But they're not. Uh, listen, y'all tripping. Let me tell y'all something about me. If somebody would have took my coochie in 1983, in the 80s, and in 2023 would have given me $5 million for it, baby, I'm good. I don't give a damn what charge he get, okay? I don't been went through the trauma. I don't went through the trauma in the 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s. Go ahead and slide me them $5 million. Look at that smile on that lady's face. Okay? No, but the Q, he's only found liable. That's a civil case. So they can award it to him, but he doesn't have to pay it. He doesn't have to pay it. She's well, hopefully have, she I'm get pretty paid. sure she's going to have to go back to court to get him to pay that. What about well, a judgment? Gonna appeal gonna... Can't she get a judgment? She's going to appeal it. It's liable. Hmm. We shall see, but it is nice to finally see a chink in the armor because he's been Teflon Don up until this point. Right. All right, y'all, coming up, we're taking a look at Ari Fletcher's thoughts about homosexuality. I wonder what she thinks. Stay tuned. Welcome back to TGIF. You know what I got to say about our soulmates? They like, it's, it's some state of masochistic stuff going on. They like being abused, Q. <laughs> yeah. Because after you did that, we have to 2.4 right now, 2,400 <laughs> likes. And we had 982 before you done cussed them out and talked about their big backs and missing side teeth. <laughs> soulmates, we love you. Big bike and all. We love you, baby. Thank you. All right, y'all. Take a look at this now deleted tweet by Ari Fletcher. She wrote, question. Who said being gay was a sin? The Bible? What Bible? Who wrote it? How y'all figure being gay is a sin? I'm genuinely asking. What do you have to say about this, Q? Let's go to you first. Well, I love her um, passive advocacy uh, for the community. Um, to be honest, I, 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 I just don't even have the energy to have the conversation about the Bible and homosexuality and battle the, the, the devout Christian soulmates. I mean, at, at this point in time, people made their minds up on what they believe. People interpret the Bible the way they want to interpret the Bible. And um, I'm just over the conversation. So I'm going to defer to Adam. Uh, what do you think? I listen. I, I think I think. It's once again the messenger and not the message. I think the the dialogue around it could be very robust, but I'm not interested in having that conversation with Ari Fletcher. See, I think differently. I think anyone has a right to speak on anything because we sit there, we sit here on this internet and we speak on things that you know we haven't accomplished, and we are okay with that. I, I think it's a legitimate question. Like the Bible was written by men at a time where they wouldn't even allow women to really write. You know, forget black people, right? But they, the, I just feel like. The Bible, I mean, they can, we can have a legitimate debate about it, about some things that were put in there to control people. And who's to say, like some of the stuff that's in there, like, you know, homosexuality. They was homosexuals back in the day. They better, they've been here. This isn't something new. So I don't know. I, I, I do like the question, like, who, why, why is it bad? And I like the that? question. I just, I just, for some reason for me, I just feel like a lot of these entertainers are, are clickbaiting. 
I'm not saying that that's what she's doing, but where is all her discussion before now about this? Why is she all of a sudden having this discussion right now? And this is a question that she's going to post on her Twitter, you know, to get a response. Like if, if she was, you know, doing pride um, parades and if she was talking about advocacy before now, if she, you know, shared a story about a family member that's been through some hardship, I can understand. But for you to just start throwing stuff out to kind of get a conversation going because you want to get conversation going that's the part that feels unrealistic to me okay all right now get into the story north dakota republican governor doug Burgum has signed a bill into law that allows public school teachers and state government to ignore pronouns when identifying their transgender students are you surprised alex go back to you i'm sorry what you say back to me what i think listen yeah. we're, we're not surprised there are 45 United States states that have proposed anti-trans bills. Uh, so the fact that North Dakota is one of them doesn't surprise me. I bet you, you don't know the five that haven't. There's also 21 states that have restricted uh, transgender sports or same, you know, the banned uh, female transgender for, from participating in sports. And let's not also talk about there are 14 states that have restricted and banned gender affirming care for minors. Are we surprised? Are we really surprised? Well, North Dakota is one of the most conservative states in the country and one of the states I would never want to live in. Sorry, North Dakota. I'm sure you're not watching right now anyways. Q, what do you think, <laughs> you know, what do you think you about know, this, about the pronouns? I, I have this conversation a lot, of, a lot of times in like a lot of straight spaces with black females and black men. Most recently I had one at a party and a guy was going in about the whole calling, you know, he, she pronoun thing. And I literally, I stomped him. I was like, dude, you doing way too much. You doing way too much overthinking. You don't even have to get in the weeds and the minutia of trans and all of that. It literally costs you nothing to call people what they want to be called. You can call somebody, you can call a man, she without that co-signing the community, without agreeing with it, without it being a part of your belief. Call people what the hell they want to be called and just move the hell on. You spend more energy debating than just call them what they want. I will say this for the party that claims that government is too big, a.k.a. the Republican Party, you sure have your. Infringing, I think, on freedom of speech to make a law about this, like we're going to start governing. Uh, our nuance and how we speak. So then what happens if you do, you know, if someone violates it, then what happens? Right. You're going to go to jail. Oh, I called a she, a he, or a they, or I didn't call a they. A she. Okay. Hey, y'all, I want to thank my fantastic co-host, Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. Thank you for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for Black Waterhouse Movies. Catch it on our YouTube channel and website. We'll see you all on Friday. We have 18 seconds. Q, anybody else that you missed out on that needs a bit gun hit? We need like all the girls with the double neck. If you got the double neck, then we, and then uh, next I'm calling on the girls with the botched BBLs and the rest of y'all tie holes, I'll get y'all next week. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks always for the likes.